part three of this interview, Will goes through a Q&A of the questions you, as Leaving Cert students, have asked him. And he comes up with some fantastic answers, such as he displays, he displays a, a, an ability to actually teach history. So he shows you his best tips in order to actually structure an essay. Okay, part three, Will. Part three. So time for the kind of Q&A part. So we've got loads of questions went out to loads of people. We've answered some of them already, but feel free to re-answer them again because people, I suppose, uh, would like the direct answer to that, part, to that part of the question. Some people might only want the, the Q&A from their part. So I'm going to ask you all these questions and sure we'll see, see how we go. First of all, and I know you answered this yesterday from Patrick Harty, would you recommend Global Business and DCU? Oh yeah, um, yes I would. Uh, good course, nice small course, um, only thirteen people, and uh, of course you have the the lure of the of the two years in Boston at the end. So yes. we'll see how that turns out. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, now you don't have to go into massive detail because we mentioned a good few of them. What are you, your best study tips from James Breslin? Hey James. Um, you know, yeah, so it all it all comes yeah, it all comes back to um space repetition, uh testing, interleaving and categorization. What does interleaving um, interleaving that is essentially say you're working on maths and uh you're doing like one type of question. If you just keep doing the same type of question over and over and over again, you your uh, brain just kind of goes on autopilot because you don't have to figure out like what uh, what method to use, and yeah, um, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's best to mix up the the questions and the different types of questions uh, in a in a particular study session. Yeah, so yeah, so the kind of what I, what I say would recommend students in maths or biology is they do a good few on a certain topic until they're comfortable, then they intertwine another topic, and then they intertwine like another one and another one until they build up to a full exam. Is that kind of what it is? Yeah, yeah. And like to to put some of these into practice, um I think first of all, like the main the main thing before you do any of, of that kind of stuff for memorization, um, you really just want to try and get a really solid understanding of what you're learning. Um otherwise it's not gonna stick as well. Mm -hmm. Um so something really powerful for doing that is called the Feynman technique. Um, where you basically ask yourself, Okay, um, could I explain this to a five year old? Or maybe if that's not feasible, could I explain this to one of my friends that doesn't do the subject? Mm -hmm. um, and that forced you to just keep drilling down to uh, the very basics of uh, what it is you're studying and just keep asking, okay, this happens, so why does that happen? Why, 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 why? Keep asking why and, and, uh, and you'll see if you do have a solid understanding and try and uh, reveal some of those gaps. Um, and then space repetition, is is one of the one of the core uh, uh, principles as well and that's basically based on this experiment done in the middle of the last century i think um where this guy found out there was basically a, a forget forgetting curve um for learning new materials so um when you learn something new you forget it at an exponential rate but then if you can interrupt that forgetting curve just before you forget something um the curve gets less and less so say you study something you forget 50 percent of it by the next day you then uh, study it again you um forget maybe 50 percent of it by the next week and then it becomes a month so you end up being able to to know it for longer and longer 
Um, and something like a lot of students do for this, I think, is Anki flashcards, which has basically uh, an algorithm uh, baked into it where the questions that you get right, it won't give you for a while, but the questions that you say are hard, it will keep giving you until you actually know them. So that kind of brings in uh, testing and spaced repetition. Um, but another way of doing it is uh, just on, say, on a Google uh, spreadsheet, listing the topics in one column. And then in each column going out, you put in the date that you studied it and uh, color code it like green, uh, yellow, orange, red or whatever, based on how well you know it on that date. And then when you're looking through different subjects for things to study, um, you'll be able to see which is red, which is green, and you can like leave for a different time. Uh, and you can go and study the reds until they're green, of course. Um, and that's, I find, a pretty effective way. Instead of setting out in advance, like every single thing you're going to study before an exam, like six months before, and you don't even know what you're going to have trouble with, kind of just every time you study something, taking note of it, how difficult was it? Okay. And then when you're at the start of a new day, you're going back and you're seeing, okay, what's red? I'll study that. That's a, an effective uh, way of doing it, I think. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Some serious, serious good things there. How did you feel about your pre-leaving cert results? So your Christmas exams, how did you, how did you feel? Were you happy or were you not happy? Um, Marks, I was, I was grand. Uh, Christmas, I was kind of, because uh, I got decent in fifth year summer as well. But uh, so Christmas, I was just kind of a bit disappointed and um, I suppose it gave me a bit of a, a fire fire under my belly to, to get after it and didn't look back after that really. Did you do history? I did, yeah. What are your top tips for history? Because someone's asked that, so I don't know how they, maybe we, you said you did history the last one. Sean, yeah, last um, one. your top tips for history. So, history is a great one, actually. Um, you have to be quick at writing, but otherwise, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty good and it's interesting. Um, his, so, it's obviously, it's very essay-based. It's like all essays. Uh, so, I, I devised a bit of a, um, I got this from a, a guy on YouTube called Ali Abdal. He's like kind of my go-to study tip guy on YouTube. Uh, A-L-I-A-B-D-A-A-L. But it's basically an essay memorization framework. Um, so there's basically three stages to learning off an essay. And it's create and then, um, sorry, two stages, create and then commit to memory. Um, so for your when you're creating it, you want to first kind of um, do a brain dump of like everything you know, maybe about the, sorry, three stages actually. You choose which essays to you're going to do then you kind of create your essay plans and then you commit them to memory and mm -hmm. um, in terms of like choosing which essays you're going to do you actually have a fair bit of choice in history so you want to choose the ones that are going to give you kind of the most um cover of the course and they have the kind of different blocks of information that could go into different essays mm -hmm. um, and obviously like kind of maybe go by the predictions as well um but i'd say five per 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 topic the guys who do history will know it will suffice and um, then once you've chosen the right ones um, do like a brain dump of everything you know on the topic um, and then you need to kind of plan out your essay and um, when you're planning 
think about kind of structure. It's a nicely structured um, and, you know, does it conform to the marketing scheme? Um, think about uh, answering the question, of course. There was, a, I think, two years back, a question about Stalin and, and World War Two, and a lot of people got like 12 out of 60 because um, they wrote about entirely wrong things. So that's kind of a caveat there. Make sure you're answering the question. And then, um, and then throwing in a bit of flair as well. Um, and this is where you want to kind of separate yourself. So um, the best place to throw this in is definitely an introduction. Because um, like anyone who's marked papers will tell you that they read a, a stellar introduction and they kind of given the person the benefit of the doubt for the rest of the paper. You know, they'd probably say they, they try not to, but uh, it's, it's the way that it happens. So like a really strong introduction and you get the examiner on your side. Um, so that could be using a source for like a little quote at the start of your history essay that no one else is going to use. Um, and that kind of sets you apart. Um, so, uh, yeah, do, do your brain dump, then kind of structure it up, um, and write your plan. And then the way to memorize it, I found is, um, there, there are a lot of tactics again, but, um, if you can maybe describe an event or just, or just say you said, I don't know, um, geez, uh, Sunningdale, Sunningdale, Sunningdale agreements, um, on a flashcard. And then you had on the back of the flashcard, basically whatever you're going to write about that in, in your essays. And mm-hmm. um, that's a good way of testing yourself uh, on the different like chunks of information, uh, that you might have in a particular essay. And, and then once you've kind of uh, done a few different, you know, done, done flashcards on those and kind of have those chunks of information from different essays committed to memory, then try and mind map uh, basically the essay from, from memory and just write kind of the, um, the different headings and you'll be able to elaborate on them in the exam, but just write the headings so you can have the kind of essay on the page. Um, I know that's a lot of information, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good system. Um, and if you look up essay memorization framework on YouTube, you should get it. Um, there, is, there are other things you can do for history. It's pretty date heavy. So there is a technique um, called the PEG system, whereby you essentially, like the human brain is not so good at um, kind of trying to remember abstract things, uh, mm-hmm. like numbers we're really bad at. So, but images and words um, were actually pretty good. So this PEG system gives numbers uh, letters, and then you're able to make words out of, out of the different dates. To make them more memorable and um, you know definitely you don't have to do this but it is something that you could add to your arsenal um, and then there is the uh, the mind palace technique as well uh, which was kind of popularized in Sherlock Holmes but uh, you basically say you take a date and then you use the peg system to make it a word and then say you're going through your essay and you kind of envision a really familiar uh, place to you say like your walk down to your local shop and you place, you'll be able to place the dates like along that path. So you can like associate it with a particular place. And you probably need to do some more digging on that technique to, to be able to use it. And I know it might be a bit extreme uh, for someone two months out from the leaving, but um, it is another thing you could uh, consider as well. 
just uh, just looking at the other questions here. That's a lot on history. May you should teach history. Yeah, no, um, it's uh, it's applicable to, to pretty much any subject as well. Yeah, yeah, so. no, oh, no, no, I agree, I agree. I think geography would be another one to be. Do you do geography? Yeah. Probably and uh, probably business and that sort of crack. So oh, business for sure. Yeah. The the um there's I I'm only going to ask you two more questions in this because a lot of the thing questions in there was actually made up the theme of our first two parts to this. Okay. But, yeah. But so there there was like there is loads of questions here and I could go through. We could have you here for hours, but I I'm conscious you've given us a lot of your time yesterday and a lot of your time again today, and I really 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 appreciate it. But there, just in a couple of the other questions, uh, one of them was. Uh, so one of them was how have you adopted your habits in response to having to stay inside your house or in response to quarantine or isolation or whatever it's whatever it's called how have you personally adopted your habits um or, ad ad adapted, adapted your habits yeah yeah um yeah it's, it's not ideal but um like I, i'm lucky i have uh a, a bit of a home gym going on which won't be the case for many um but if i didn't um like uh, in terms of exercise you can you can still very much like go for a, a short run do some i know body weight exercises in the house and um, there's definitely plenty of things you can do and then um i guess most of the the kind of the other stalwarts like meditation is still 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 viable um like you can still maybe you might have to change like swimming for a cold shower or something and if you wanted to do that then there's there's uh i suppose you the work habits almost benefit from this kind of time in in isolation and you know the best work or the best deep study work is done in isolation so like if you have your your set workspace and you can set that up and um, that's going to be that's gonna be good for you as well. Uh, and then other habits, I, I suppose, like most of them can be done in the house. Um, you don't have to adapt them too much. Yeah, it's not too like one of my habits is not going down and hanging around, standing beside the bus stop, or one of my habits is not going down to the the local grocery and shaking people's hands. So you yeah, can have, as long you, as it's not um, you know, going around shaking everyone's hand or. Yeah. If you, if you in northern Italy, yeah, if, yeah, exactly. If you flip your mind, if you say that you said the Jocko Willink, if you say good, well, then suddenly you can actually go deep on a serious amount of things because you don't have. I, I know this is probably you don't have to, you don't have to commute anywhere. You don't have the time, yeah. and that you can you can take does, breaks. And yeah, it does give you a lot of time, um, for sure, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of extra time that you're you're not commuting and you know. But I guess like it can almost feel like one long day, the whole thing, mm -hmm. Do you know? So um, probably key to to do that, like you said, the section off time where you're finished and you're doing stuff, other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Add a bit of spice in there if you can. Go yeah. for walks. I'll add, I'll add a bit of spice for you here. Did you see the David Goggins online uh, workout that he did for this? I didn't. I was afraid to look. Um, if you give, give yeah. it a go, see if you can do it. I am um, full on you know, <laughs> one of the hardest things I've ever done, and you needed zero zero equipment. Uh, I nearly puked everywhere. Um, How long was it? One hour. There's another one that's 45 minutes, which is pretty tough. But the one hour one, <laughs> he doesn't tell you the reps <laughs> or anything like that, and it's uh, oh, you're just following along. 
yeah, yeah, it was good though. If anyone wanted to try try that out, that was that was horrendous. And another one. There's also um, uh, another accessible thing you could do in way of exercise. I've seen a lot of people doing it. It's like the Murph challenge. Um, yeah, an army thing. Uh, basically, you in the army they wear a, a weighted vest, but they go for a mile run, a hundred pull-ups, uh, two hundred push-ups uh 300 squats and then a mile run again to finish off yeah, you yeah. Fill, up, fill a backpack with a few things and and do it that way it's probably yeah. more maybe more accessible to to more people than the david goggins thing yeah probably is probably is i actually uh murph is my favorite uh workout yeah i there's another there's a back there's one called chad crossfit chad it's a thousand step ups so all you need is a step and you wear a again you fill a backpack weight i did a weight use the weight of vest i did it uh twice since we've been in isolation and it's uh, a fa- a thousand step ups it takes about an hour and uh, you are absolutely you're sweating and blowing at the end of the all you need is you'd probably be tough without a weight without a weighted vest but it's 20 inch box or a step or whatever so you can make that yourself or a chair anyway yeah there are, there are a lot of the the crossfit ones um like uh, even a, an easy enough one would be like Fat Amy. That's uh, all body weight stuff. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's the name uh, of the workout, just to clarify. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, like everyone, like all the fitness people are obviously uploading their own like home workouts as well. So if if you were uh, thinking that uh, gyms being closed was uh, meant no no exercise for you, then you know. There's there are plenty of options out there. Get um, your get your ass back <laughs> back in the game. And, like and it also if uh, for people who don't might not exercise too much, like even throughout the day doing I don't know on the hour every hour like a, a quick Tabata set of something uh, like burpees or um, I don't know like some kind of ab exercise. That that's a good way to stay kind of. Away from it and also, uh, um, it's like manageable to if you break it up in small bits throughout the day and also stay focused as well. Sweet, well, we'll, we'll let you go. Thanks so much again. Really Thanks, appreciate this. Looking forward to uh, looking forward for, to it helping people again. You've, you've stepped up again for the, for the community and for a lot of people, I'd say, sitting at home that are feeling a little bit off. They've got some seriously actionable techniques and ideas for them to to help pull them through, but also not just for the leaving cert, to help boost them for forever, I guess. Um, yeah. 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 And like, I do, I do just want to say like, obviously, um, I don't have all the, all the answers. So to take everything I say with a pinch of salt, but, and I don't want to be too like prescriptive about it, but uh, if you find any of this helpful, um, you know, uh, apply what you think is useful and uh, discard the rest. And um, yeah, hopefully some of it is useful for for some people. Adds a bit of value. Unbelievable. Will, thank you very much, and uh, I look forward to chatting to you again very soon. You inspire me. You inspire tons of people. Keep keep on. You inspire me, Dave. You inspire me. (laughs) I'm what to run away from, am I? (laughs) Yeah. Any mess, any mess. All right, Will. Thanks so much.